Ecclesiastes chapter 11, we'll read verses 1 through 6. It says this in the Word of God, Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there shall it be. He observeth the wind that shall he that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for your goodness and mercy and grace. And again, Lord, we just... Uh, Thank you for being good and wonderful, Lord, and uh, merciful and gracious to us. Lord, thank you for hearing our cry. Thank you for answering our prayer. And, uh, Lord, I pray you just continue to touch people physically and spiritually, financially, uh, emotionally in every area. Uh, Lord, thank you for uh, the good testimonies, Lord. Thank you for, Lord, we think of uh, Zach and his uh, testimony uh, academically and, and others on their job. And, and the, Lord, we thank you. Uh, uh, for uh, these young people having a good uh, testimony. Lord, we thank you for their, uh, uh, their parents, uh, dear God, that have had an influence upon them. And again, Lord, uh, thank you for allowing us to meet together, and we give you the glory for all things. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so uh, look at these verses. Sometimes you read verses like this. Of course, you see them all through Ecclesiastes and other places. And, and sometimes if you just look at them on the surface, they're uh, kind of uh, uh, interesting, but I think we find some good things in these verses. And uh, one thing to remember is, right, we only have one life to live, right? Whatever uh, time we have uh, uh, left, uh, some of us, uh, you know, we, we might say, well, uh, some of us more than others, but you never know, right? I mean, you might think the ones that don't have a, have a long time might live long, the ones that, uh, you know, so, but we, whatever it is, it is, but whatever time we do have left that the Lord gives us, God wants to help us uh, to get over things that happen in life and to help us live that life we have left to the fullest. And in this uh, scripture pages, pa passage, the Lord gives us uh, uh, some examples here and uh, then, uh, then some application, but uh, uh, some interesting things in these verses uh, that we can uh, use. But uh, uh, the Lord wants to uh, teach us some things and show us how we can live, again, life to the fullest despite what might happen in our life. Of course, Ecclesiastes uh, means preacher. And of course, uh, it was written by Solomon, who in, in the book of Proverbs, he's called, right? Uh, I think the preacher. So Solomon is uh, the writer. He wrote another uh, book. And of course, as we think of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. But this book also is full of wise sayings and gives good instruction for life and how to live life. And I think we see some good instruction in these verses. But of course, uh, you know, the, as we've talked about before, the devil wants to try and use many things in life uh, to try to keep us from being the Christian that we uh, should be and can be through Jesus Christ. And again, you know, we all have difficulties that we deal with, but we must not allow those things to hold us back. And I think uh, these verses show us some of that. Don't allow those things to hold us back. And we need to learn to press forward in our service for Christ 
so that we can find peace in trusting him. So the third thought we have here is in verse 1, cast out, cast out. Look what it says again in verse 1. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Of course, bread uh, means many things. Of course, Jesus said, I'm the bread of life, right? He talks about bread. You think about uh, 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 bread having to do with life. And here in this context, it has to do with our life and uh, what you occupy your life with and what you do with your life. Of course, uh, God wants us to invest our life. And now here it says, uh, take it and cast it upon the waters. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, kind of uh, interesting. But of course, when we think of water, water's what? Water's uh, un- unstable. It's always on the move. And uh, where, where things that are upon the water are tossed to and fro. And of course, uh, we cast our life out there in uh, this world. And we know that we're tossed to and fro, right? <laughs> like the waves, right? Constantly up and down. But though, the, but though the water or life may seem unsure as we're cast upon it, and it just sort of uh, takes us this way and that way, here's the good thing. The promise is sure. So though we might cast our, our life out there and, and, and uh, just trust the Lord as we go through life, and not sure which way it's always going to, whether we're going to be bouncing up or down or how big the next wave's going to be, here's what we focus on. We have a promise, and that's what carries us through, that we shall find it after many days. So the promise is sure, we'll find it, and whatever time we're out there just uh, uh, serving the Lord and casting our life out there in the world as it tosses us about, right, it won't be wasted time. Matter of fact, there's some verses that talk about that in the New Testament. Matthew 10, 39 says this, He that findeth his life shall lose it. So if you don't cast it out there, you just say, well, you know, hey, I don't know what's going to happen if I, if I just sort of jump out there. Well, he says, he that findeth his life shall lose it, but he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. Just like we see here, those that just step out there and say, Lord, I'm going, I'm going all out. I'm going uh, wholehearted for you. I'm going to trust you just step out there. He says, hey, those that lose their life for my sake shall find it. Luke 17, 20, 33 says, gives the same thought. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. So listen, uh, don't be afraid to go where the Lord would have you to go. Don't be afraid to do what the Lord would have you to do. Again, the safest place, really what this is saying is, uh, the safest place is the will of God. Whether that's a set here in Greenville or out in the middle of uh, uh, nowhere in some remote area. So, verse one, we see God is giving the promise that though to the world it may seem like a, a, a wasted effort to cast your bread upon the water or give your life in service to the Lord, there will be rewards, there will be benefits in glory. And I know sometimes you wonder about that. Peter wondered about that. He said, Lord, look at everything we've done, right? Matter of fact, he says this in Matthew 19, 27. Then Peter answers, sent him, it's always Peter, right? He's always the one. There's always that one, right? Of course, usually me in the group I hang out with, it's usually me that stuck my foot in my mouth, right? Says this, then Peter answered, and behold, we've forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? Man, Lord, we've just like sacrificed so much for you. 
Well, he was about to learn that uh, nobody sacrificed like uh, uh, Jesus did. And so verse 28 says, And Jesus said to them, Verily I say to you that, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Verse 29, And everyone, this is where we get in, amen? We get in on the everyone that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or fathers or mother or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. So basically he's saying, hey, uh, Peter, don't worry. You just stay faithful, and you'll find at the end of the day, like the song says, it will be worth it all. And also, like it tells us, hey, if we do the same, we'll rise at the end of the day. Whatever we go through, it will be worth it all. Romans 8, 32, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things? How could we ever doubt that Christ would take care of us? Sometimes we do, right? We're like, we're, we're no different disciples. Lord, carest thou not that we perish? You ever felt that way? Huh? I'd probably have to admit, I've probably felt that way a few times. Lord, carest thou not that we perish? Well, of course, uh, he does. Never fear to cast yourself out for the Lord. He will always know where you are upon those waters. Amen. He knows where you are upon those waters of life, and you will be rewarded. So let me give you a couple of other good verses about that, about that reward if you're willing to cast yourself all upon the Lord Jesus Christ and out there and serve him no matter what waves may come your way or where it may carry you. For 2 Timothy 4, 8 says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, of course, Paul talking here, the righteous judge shall give me at that day. Well, we think, well, of course he's going to give it to Paul. I mean, man, uh, look at all Paul went through. But thank God that's not where the verse ends. And not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. You see, uh, even as great as a, a preacher Paul was, as great of an apostle Paul was, great of a missionary, you know what? Uh, 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 he doesn't love Paul any more than he loves you or Abraham or anybody else. So what he has for them, he has for us. Isn't that a wonderful thing? I love these verses at the end of 1 Corinthians 15. Right? We always remember the beginning of 1 Corinthians 15. That's where it gives a clear presentation of the gospel. But I love the way 1 Corinthians 15 ends in verses 57, 58, when it says this, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, right, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And that's a good thing. Because really, what's Ecclesiastes about? <laughs> Everything's vain. Everything's vanity, all right? Everything that the world chases after, all, the, all, all the, the, the pleasures that the world offers you, they are vanity. Well, hey, I don't want to, uh, and, and Solomon talks about how much of his life he wasted on vanity. But thank God we know that, hey, if we don't chase those things the flesh, we chase the Lord and pursue after him and his will and desire for our life that what we have, amen, is not in vain. So what he, Solomon went through life going vanity, vanity, all is vanity. And we can go through life saying, no, it wasn't vanity. It wasn't vain. My life, amen, meant something in service for the God. So don't be afraid, amen, to cast yourself out there and uh, wherever uh, God may allow life to carry. You know, at the end of the day, you'll find it and you'll be rewarded 
and it'll be worth it. So cast out. Uh, first thought, second thought, I want to say go out. Look at verses 3 and 4. Now look at this. Because go out. We know we're called to go. And so what's the devil going to try? He's going to try and bring anything he can to stop us from going. Verses 3 and 4, we see a lot of excuses. We're not going. <laughs> Look at verses 3 and 4. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. <laughs> and if the tree fall, I mean, you just take this for what it says. It sounds like a kind of interesting statement. You know, if you just look at this, if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. That just sounds so profound, doesn't it? Right. But, you know, there's spiritual application there. Right. And he that observeth the wind shall not sow. And he that regards the clouds shall not <coughs> reap. Interesting. But we see this the thought here is no one is exempt again from troubles. Matthew 5, 45 says this, that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Well, you think about rain coming into your life. Boy, I wrote this down. We can either allow rain to make mud in our life or help us grow. Amen. <laughs> However you want to look at it. You can say, oh, man, there's going to be a bunch of mud today. Or you can say, wow, hey, there's going to be a lot of growth today. Man, I, we need, boy, we've been needing rain, man. I had a Charlie Brown tomato plant at my house. That thing, just a little wiry thing of one little tomato. Oh, my goodness. Charlie Brown's Christmas tree looked better than my tomato plant there. That was a, that was a sad looking, a sad looking thing. But uh, the rain's going to come. The rain's going to come. That's the re, uh, reality of it. So we can either say, hey, uh, life's going to be full of mud, or hey, there's going to be a, a lot of growth, a lot of fruit, a lot of blessing. But let's look at that where it talks about that tree. Get some thought from that. Look at that again. If the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, <coughs> there it shall what does that mean? You think of this thought, a big old tree fell, and you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. Where, where it is, that's exactly where it's going to stay. Something just happened, and there's nothing you can do about it. So if we think of it this way, there are events in life that are big, and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> like a giant tree, like a giant tree that has fallen before us, and it cannot be moved. It's a done situation. It's not going to change. It's happened. This big event has fallen into our life. And wherever it's fallen, that's where it's going to stay. And there's nothing we can do to change that big event happening in our life, that big event falling in our life. And so I, I sort of wrote this down. Don't become a tree hugger. That sounds kind of funny. But you know what happens? I thought about that. I said, you know what? People have big events in their life, big tragedies in their life, like that big tree falling. And you know what? They become tree huggers. Let me explain. You see, people hold on to that event and it controls the rest of their life. That's what happens. They become a tree hugger, if you will. They, that, 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 that tragedy happen. Hey, it's fallen into your life. 
And there it's going to be. You can't do anything about it. So you got to make a decision. Am I going to be a, 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 a am I going to be a tree hugger and let this thing just just be stuck? I'm stuck in, in in this moment for the rest of my life. I'm stuck in this event the rest of my life, and I'm just going to hold on to it. Or am I going to realize that it's there? It can't. I can't move it. I can't do anything about it. So I have to make some decisions. You see. Oh, I, you know, and some people like this, I would have served the Lord better, if, it, 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 but I had to tend to that fallen tree in my life. Boy, I had to, had to get, man, that, that, that tree fell in my life, and I just spent, I had to, I, you know, hey, I, I'd love to go, I'd love to, but I got this tree that's fallen, and I got to tend to this fallen tree. I just can't get away from it. You see, oh, if those trees had not fallen in my life, I could have really done something for the Lord. Now, you know, life is really, if ever, going to just be like we want it, right? Life, life's rarely just like, if it is, it's a rare and precious moment that everything, 100%, is going the way you want. Hey, if you get over 80% at any one time in life that everything's moving along the way you want it, I'd say that's a pretty good percentage if you can get over 80% at any one time. Rare, life is rarely going to be just like we want it. There's always going to be something. Like Paul, there's going to be that thorn in that flesh or that burr in the saddle or however you want to look at it. There's always going to be something. We all have fallen trees in our life. You know, maybe they're not all the same size, right? Maybe they're not all as heavy, but we've all got fallen trees, if you will, in our life. You know, and I meet people and their life or mind stopped at some event that happened in their life. And everything that happens in their life from that point on is seen, if you will, through the prism of that event. Or they let it, or, 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 or they let it, or, or, or whatever happens after that event, they just let it add to the tragedy of that big event or that big tree that fell. They just continue to add another brick or another log onto the pile of that tree that has fallen in their life. I've seen it, and you know, I, as I thought about this today, I thought about my, I thought, I thought about my, my, my brother David and the, the tragedy he is. That, that's exactly what. How many times did I say to him? He always, he, 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 he just, he just, he, he be, I mean, I, I, I don't want to talk light of what happened in his life, but that's what happened in one sense. He became a, a tree hugger, if you will. He, he couldn't let go of those major events and major bad decisions that he had made in his life. He just, he just, he just couldn't move it. No matter how good, I mean, he came to the church and things were going. You, got, you guys were a blessing to him and he appreciated everybody. He appreciated everything my family uh, did for him. But every time you talked to him, everybody said, his son, when I talked to his son, he, he, what did he say to me? He said, man, dad just couldn't let go. He just couldn't let go and move forward of those mistakes that he made. Every, every time another little thing happened, it was just another log on top of the tree uh, of, of those major events. He couldn't move on. And I see people do that, and it's, it's heartbreaking. Their, their life becomes wasted from that point on because they can't get past that, major, that big tree that has fallen, that major event that took place. We see people around us that are dealing with that. 
We see people around us. Uh, I think about even people now come through my mind, people that, 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 that I know since I, I've been here. They can't get past that event. Boy, you know what God wants to say? He wants to say, son, let go of that tree. Amen. Let go of that tree. Don't hold on to that tree. Hold on to me. Amen. Don't hold on to that tree. Hold on to me. Amen. If you want to hold it, listen, if you want to hold on to a tree, hold on to Calvary. Amen. That's the only tree you need to be holding. Boy, if people, if you, if people just learn to let go of that tree that has fallen in their life, that big event that's fallen in their life, boy, if they'll let go of that and they'll get, they'll just keep their arms around Calvary. Amen. God will move you forward and God will help you. Amen. Get past that event. Again, some people just become, again, tree huggers, if you will. Don't be a tree hugger. You you cannot do anything about it. You can't move that tree. Nothing you do is going to change the fact. Where it fell, there it's going to lay. That's where it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Those things, but listen, you can't do anything about those things, but you can do something about you, and you can do something about serving the Lord. That's what you can do something about. See, life is always real, though life is not always ideal. If we magnify every little difficulty and always find objections to move forward, get sidetracked by hardships, we shall not prosper, let alone ever complete a task that the Lord would allow us to do for him, amen, to benefit us and glorify his name. There's always, listen, it's, always, it's either going to be the rain it's going to be some tree falling. It's going to be the wind. It's going to be some cloud. But listen, don't let situation and circumstance rule the day. So we see the cast out, the, the payout, but let, I mean the go out, but let's look at the payout. Thank God there's a payout. Notice verse 5, interesting verse. As thou knowest not what is the way of the Spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb, of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Notice, don't look over what it says there. The bones do grow in the womb of what? Her that is with child. There we see, as a side note, the Bible makes it clear what is in the womb. Amen? Let's just say the Bible makes it clear, right, what is in the womb. A child. So if somebody wants to know, well, I don't know. Well, hey, the Bible gives the answer. That's a child. And I don't care what stage it's at. It's a child. Amen. It's got life. It has a soul. That's, uh, 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 that's, that's pretty clear. Notice those words, even so. Just like you don't know how these things come about. Well, how do those bones form? Well, I, I don't know. Even just like you don't understand those things, even so, you don't understand how God goes about. We don't understand how those bones come about, and the Bible says even so, you don't understand how God goes about to do the things that he does, right? To do the things that he did and do the things that he does in our life. We don't, we don't understand that like the song says. We don't know how the Spirit moves and does all those things. We just know that he does it, amen, and he does it well. Verse 5, right? The reality is, again, we cannot figure everything out. 
Boy, the sooner you figure that out, the better you're out. The sooner you figure out that you can't figure it out, the better you're going to be in life. Young people, just go ahead and figure it out that you're not going to be able to figure it out uh, in life. And you'll, you'll lift a heavy burden off your heart and mind. So stop trying, right? You know, even so, man, I don't understand this. Even so, I don't understand that. But here's what we need to do. We need to go from even so to even though. That's where we need to go. Even so, hey, I don't understand why God let that big tree fall in my life. I don't understand why we try my, why every day, every day I want to go out and do something, it rains, or every time I go to sow, the wind's blowing, or every time I go out there to reap, you know, there's a cloud out there. I don't understand all that. Well, you need to get over that, right? Even so, and go to even though. Even though it's raining, hey, man, I'm still going to serve the Lord. Even though God allowed that big tree to fall in my life and I can't do nothing about it, I can't move it, it's going to stay there. It's always going to be a part of my life. There's nothing I can do about it. But even though, amen, I'm still going to serve him, even though I'm still going to trust him, even though. You see, stop trying. We must go from, again, even so to even though. Even though I cannot figure it out, I'm still going to serve him. Even though the tree fell, even though the prayer was not answered, even though despite the rain, the winds, and the cloud, you see, because in the end, you will not only find your life, but you will find the answer. Amen. In the end, right now, I don't know, even so, but even though, right, that's all right, because in the end, I'll find my life, the Bible says, and I'll also find the answer. I like that song, farther along, we'll know all about it. Farther along, we'll understand why. Hey, I've got eternal life, so you know what? I don't need to know today. I don't need to know today. I've got eternal life. I've got plenty of time for God to give me that answer. I've got plenty of time for God to reveal that. And he'll choose the time that he decides to do that. So you know what? I don't need to know today. I can go ahead and move forward for what he has for and in my life. So in the end, you'll find your life. You'll find the answer. And in between, amen, in between uh, 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 that, amen, you'll find, find meaning, joy, and peace even now. So, Verse 6 says, as we finish up, In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper into this, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. So just like we can't see and know how all that happens in the womb, but you know what? As a, but here's one thing you do notice. You don't know how all that's happening in the womb, but one thing you do notice is there's growth right? <laughs> Getting pretty big there, sister. Better leave that alone. Amen. <laughs> Boy, men, stay away from that. Amen. <laughs> right? But we notice the growth. Amen. We don't know how it's happened, but we notice the growth. Well, even the same thing, even though you don't understand everything God is doing in your life and why he's allowing all that in life, you don't understand all that, but you, what, you know what you will notice? Amen. You'll notice growth. That's what you'll notice. Amen. As you trust him with those things, I, hey, I don't, I, I don't know how that happens, and I don't know why he allowed this, and I don't know why he allowed that, but you know what? I'm still going to cast uh, myself out there and serve him. I'm just going to, hey, whatever waves come my way, wherever this life uh, carries me, I know at the end I'll find it. I know at the end I'll be rewarded, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out there. And you know what? I, one thing I will notice, I'll notice growth. I look back. 
And I don't know why I look back over 35 years of serving him, and I don't know, still maybe not understand why that happened or why this happened or why that happened. But you know what? One thing I do see, even though I don't understand it all, I see growth. Amen. I see uh, the difference in my life from 35 years ago uh, today. I see uh, uh, in, in serving him that I've grown in the things of God. Amen. I maybe not be what, what I should be, but I know, thank God, for 35 years I've been heading in the right direction. I've seen the growth, even though I didn't understand it all. So cast your life out for the Lord to use. Move on despite, again, the rain, the fallen trees, the wind, and the clouds, and rest upon the certainty of his promise, you shall find it. Amen. Rest upon the promise, you shall find it. So rest upon the promise and rest upon the person. Because as we go forth and serve him, as we cast ourselves out there into this old world, amen, of uncertainty where we're tossed about and it's out there, amen, trying to stop us, our governing principle is to please and glorify our Heavenly Father, which is a life well lived over living a life of the flesh, which uh, Solomon reminds us is nothing but vanity. So just because we don't understand everything God is doing, and has allowed in our life doesn't mean we can't live a life, amen, of faith and be happy in him. So remember this, the only way to find our lives is to give ourselves away to the Lord Jesus Christ. We must not allow circumstances to govern our lives and keep us from serving God. The Lord Jesus will enable us to get over our past difficulties and move forward in our service to him. Don't be a tree hugger. Trust the Lord even when we cannot understand his working in our lives. Let's pray.